Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Today, we have on with us such an exciting guest, Paul Fishman. We are so excited to have him here. You guys know him. He's a self-love coach and mentor and a you-do-you activist. He's the host of the top-rated podcast, The Road to Self-Love. You guys know his podcast. We love it. And he's here to talk about all things self-love, confidence. We're going to get into all of it. Thank you so much for being here, Paul. We're so excited. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm honored. We're honored. Oh my God. <laughs> and he's looking great with a pink wall and like a muted cheetah shirt. It's really <laughs> ridiculous. In the it's best a dream. It's, it's a dream. So Paul, introduce yourself. Tell us about you, who you are, where you're from, and if you don't mind saying how old you are. <sighs> sure. Um, well, as you already know, my name is Paul Fishman. I am a self-love coach and you do you activist. And I'm on a mission to empower and inspire humanity to love unconditionally. And uh, I really believe that this has to start with each individual loving themselves first. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anyone else? And um, I live in San Diego, California, and I am 35 years old. Yes, awesome. Yeah. How's the, how are you doing over there? The air is okay? The air, like, it, there's definitely a haze. Um, I live kind of in the the city of San Diego, so I'm not at, like, risk of any fires, and I think, and they're devastating, and they're also just, like, normal for us here, which is kind of weird and sad to say. Yeah. Every year, same same thing. We can always expect that fire season. Oh, well, we hope you guys are staying safe. Yes. Breathing clean air. <laughs> yeah, sure. And we talk about self-love and confidence and all that stuff on this podcast a lot because like you said, it, it how we feel about ourselves informs every aspect of our lives. It informs the way we lead our lives, the way we carry ourselves and the way that we treat other people. So I think you're going to bring so much value to this podcast. Um, it's a topic that's very, it's a lot more talked about now than it used to be. Thank God. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that it's, it's what everybody needs. So Kind of going back to you, Paul, how did you, when did this start for you? When did your journey start? How did it unfold with self-love and confidence? Yeah, what led you down the road? Oh my goodness. Well, coming up on, it was like 10 years ago. So, you know, I was a cute 25-year-old living in New York City. And uh, are you in New York? Yeah, New York, yeah. Oh, amazing. But um, so I was living in New York and I was like, if you looked in the dictionary up the word people pleaser, like there was a, there was a nice little sketch drawing of me there. (laughs) We're raising our hands as well. (laughs) Yeah, It's a thing. It's a thing. And what I found myself, and this was really like my rock bottom is I was extremely overweight. I was experiencing financial crisis. I had a great job, and but it wasn't a great job for me. It was a great job like for my parents to brag about and for my friends to be like, oh, wow, you, mm. you do that, you're so cool. And 
inside I was just like dead every day at work. It yeah. was, there was no challenge for me and I was craving so much. I was in an emotionally abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. I was unable to accept who I was and therefore was just living the life that I thought other people expected me to live. Oof. I'll, I'll say that again. Yeah, yeah. I want everyone to actually really listen to that. I was living the life that I thought everyone else was expecting me to live. Mm. Yep. And it was unfulfilling. It wasn't my life that I wanted to live. And everything kind of came crashing down. I woke up one morning and I looked in the mirror and I just didn't recognize the person staring back at me. I was, mm. I was like, Paul, is that you? Like, who mm. are you? And I had no idea. I had no idea. And all I knew is that I didn't feel good in my body, Mm -hmm. mentally, emotionally, physically, and something had to change. Mm -hmm. So I kind of like ripped off the Band-Aid, got out of the relationship, quit the job. Wow. uh, So hard to do, by the way. Like, so hard to do. So hard to do. And I, listen, I didn't do it in like an honorable way at all. Like, it was just kind of like, I blacked out and everything was different. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and the reality is, is that like magic happened because what I did in that moment, although my actions really hurt a lot of people, Mm -hmm. what I said to the universe is like, I choose me. And because of that, magic started happening. And the job that I thought I wanted came knocking at my door. I started making more money. I found um, a a home to live in that was accepting of me and my journey. And eventually started on, and within two weeks had lost around 20 pounds of emotional weight. It had just fallen off of me. Like I didn't do anything different. It was just like this feeling and this energy that I was holding onto that just left me because I finally was able to explain that I want more for my life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So another thing that I want to make sure that you pick up what I'm putting down is that that this is my journey to self-love. And a lot of people, and I've had clients who will get on the phone with me to talk about working with me and they're, they'll be like, wait, so I just want to make sure that when I head down this road, like I don't have to break up with my partner. I don't have to quit my job. I don't have to, you know, move across the country because I ended up moving from New York back to San Diego and where I grew up and in with my parents at, you know, a not so cute age of 29 to move in with your parents. Mm -hmm. Although like millennials, we do that now. Yes, we so do that now. (laughs) We're all doing it. And and so your self-love journey is going to look absolutely different than mine. And it's really important to know that that's what is supposed to happen. Because self-love as defined, if we look at the word self, it's the individual. And love is devotion. So in your purest form of self-love, you are getting devoted to your individuality. So if if your life looked like mine and your journey looked like mine, you're doing it all wrong. Yeah, exactly. Seriously. I'm so glad that you said that too, because I feel like we hear this term thrown around all the time. Self-love, self-love, love yourself. And I don't think I ever heard a real definition for it. Mm-hmm. And like, that's just such a gorgeous definition for it. And for people to understand what that means, yeah. that self-love doesn't just mean like skincare or sitting in a bath or breaking up with the boyfriend or quitting the job. It's the devotion to yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so glad that you gave us a definition for it because we hear it thrown around around all the time. I think a lot of people don't really know what that even 
means. Yeah. And also with the whole people pleaser thing, so many of us out there <laughs> so relevant. struggle with that. But even so, it, what you said reminded me of, we read the book Untamed by Glennon Doyle and something she talks about. Right. Oh, right. right. And I, we, we posted about this the other day, the quote about every time that you have to choose between disappointing someone else and yourself, you have to disappoint someone else. And that Which was like hard. mind blowing to <laughs> yeah. us. Cause it's like, you know, we, we curate so much of our lives around, well, what's that person going to think? Or what are they already thinking about mm-hmm. me? So, you know, to be in a situation where it's like, no, you have have to choose you. It's important to choose you. And on the other hand, there was another Glenn Doyle thing that popped up in my head and I can't remember. It's just Which always is fine. Glenn Doyle. It's, it's, <laughs> I know, literally always. But yeah, it's so powerful. And I think we having that definition is going to bring a lot more clarity for people. I know what it was that if no one else's opinion mattered, like what would you be doing? And I think we so often don't take the time to ask ourselves that because our lives are so influenced by other people in in our lives. So yeah, all really great things. Yeah. That was the thing that stood out to me most about what you just said about the doing the job that mm-hmm. other people wanted you to do. I think what we're learning so much in this age of like 25 is that there's there's so many people that I see and I love doing things because they think they're supposed to be doing them. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm guilty of it too. Yeah. And it, it's hard. Like, so I, I guess my question is like, what's the tip? What's the first step to even one, maybe realize that you're doing that. And then two, garner the courage to start to say, I'm going to choose me and I'm going to make a change. Mm. So it's not a one size fits all approach. Mm-hmm. And this is like, this is the, the, the real hard truth when it comes to self-love. I can't tell you where to start. What I can tell you to do is witness that you want to start. Mm-hmm. Okay. And ultimately people will be like, well, what even is self-love for me? And what does my journey look like? And how, like, no, I follow you on Instagram or listen to your podcast and hear all these people talk about their definition of self-love. And, and it, it's only your journey to lead. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, I have a client who I've been working with and she joined my program to really hone in on what she wanted to do in her business. And right before this, we had our last one-on-one call. She's a VIP client of mine. And she said, Paul, I had no idea. Like the expectation that I had for this journey is completely different than how it turned out. But I (laughs) I couldn't be happier. So it's, it's really important when you embark on a journey to discover yourself that you don't set any expectations. Mm-hmm. It is not going to look the way that you think it's going to look ever. That yeah. The second that you try to control it, you'll realize that there is no point in doing that because it's just the universe is going to throw you a curveball. It's also self-love isn't finite. I've been working on myself for 10 years and will be for the rest of my life, consciously working for 10 years. Yes. Prior to that, you know, I, there were, I was grasping for straws and doing the things that I thought I needed to do. Mm-hmm. And it all led me to this point. I'm grateful for the journey. Yeah. I think that's, that's important to note because we are – we want things very quickly. Like we want to work on something and have it the next day. And I think we also imagine with any journey that there's an end, right? There's this magical finish line where you're going to love everything about yourself and that, and that you're never going to have an off day. And I think it's, it's helpful to note like, 
the, the whole purpose is to be kind to yourself, to show yourself compassion and not judge yourself on the days where you might not feel 100% about whatever it is and that there is no finish line, that it's like you said, there you continue to do this intentionally out of self-care and out of self-respect. And I, I think that's something we really get, like mis- we misinterpret sometimes. Yeah. Um, so Paul, you also posted on your Instagram recently the question about I would be happier if blank. And I think that's definitely something that so many of us don't take the time to really ask ourselves. So how do you think we kind of block ourselves off from not not asking ourselves those questions and how can we actually move forward in that direction? Well, first of all, I think that it has a lot to do with what you said about we live in this beautiful time where we have a device that we can grab, we can hit a button, we can order tangible things and they can be delivered to us sometimes within as little as 60 minutes, right? So you cannot order self-love on Amazon Prime, which is such (laughs) a bummer. But why not? (laughs) Listen, I mean- Rude, Amazon, rude. So rude. You can totally order things that, you know, the media has conditioned us to think will make us love ourselves and make us be happier. Mm -hmm. And ultimately in the grand scheme of things, what even is happiness? Because Mm -hmm. I think that this, this striving for perfection and happiness and, and I would much rather, instead of saying I'm happy, I would be so thrilled to say I am whole. No, the universe doesn't want you to be happy. The universe wants you to be whole. And, and, and that is, it's just this guys, this, it's, it's a consumerism, it's capitalism that has positioned us to think that more, 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 more is going to make us happier, is going to make us feel good. And at the end of the day, and I think that the little bit of beauty that has come out of the pandemic Mm. is that it's gotten us to slow down. And it's gotten families to reconnect Mm -hmm. and it's gotten people to really value maybe their jobs or their free time Mm -hmm. or their, you know, all of the things that we took for granted. And within that trickles through this, oh, this slowing life down isn't a bad thing. And this is really like the, the high level stuff that I look at. Mm-hmm. Because you know, we said it's like, why is this happening? It's so horrible. I would just want to go and like, you know, trips were canceled, life was put on pause, yeah. people were furloughed, unemployment, all this stuff. And it, and at the end of the day, life isn't happening to you; it's happening for you. Mm-hmm. So what what is the message that is you're meant to receive? And it might not be a message; it could be just a feeling. What are you supposed to feel right now? What have you been avoiding feeling? I think a lot of us have been avoiding oh, feeling yeah. anything, oh, and that that is why we talk about people pleasing. Yeah, because it's so much easier to focus on what our parents want, or what our what our friends, our family want, mm-hmm. what our kids want, mm-hmm. than to say, "What do I want?" Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of us don't know what we want. Mm-hmm. I think that's the truest thing. I think especially at at this age, it's like, how are you supposed to know that we've been fed this timeline, I feel like, for so long since you're little, especially as a woman of like, at, you know, 
when you're in your 20s, you're supposed to have a job and you're supposed to be on the road to marriage, if not already married, and on the road to kids. And you can only have kids at this age. So you need a house and money and like blah, blah, blah. And we, it's so easy to fall into like, oh, I need to hit all these marks. I need to be on this timeline. But, and it's hard to even take a step back and be like, do I want those things? Yeah. How do those things, how do those things fit into all the other things that maybe I want? And I, do you have any, not like tips, but like, like ideas about how people, you know, with the slowing down, how people can start to get deep with themselves and, and uncover those questions. Cause I think not just that we avoid it because yeah, we avoid it, but also we've been fed all of this information for so long that I think it's so hard to even uncover. Well, there's, I'll give you like two options. Yeah. Love like it. The, the easy that's like, eh, you know, like it, it'll, it'll start you on the journey. And then the, the really the powerful, like do this, work your way to this, and you'll start to really experience and witness what's going on in your body. Because the, the, the beauty of our humanity is that each of us, we were put on this planet for a very special reason. Mm-hmm. right? You, Brenda, you, Julia, were put on this planet to do something very special. And because we've been conditioned to act a certain way, the, the whole journey that you laid out that's been conditioned in, in women mm-hmm. throughout, you know, especially in the United States, mm-hmm. we lose ourselves. And then it feels almost uncomfortable to reconnect with ourselves. Yeah. So, there's a couple of things you can do. The easy thing that you can do is you can go to my website, paulfishman.love forward slash free mantra. Take I'll a look. Link it, don't worry. And we'll link it in the show notes. I got you in the show notes. <laughs> and, and print out, like put in your email, get this mantra sent to you, put it on your bathroom mirror. Mm. And every morning, look at yourself in the mirror and say the words. And I'm going to tell you the words because they're really powerful. Please do. I give myself permission to be okay with where I am. I honor the journey and know that I am doing my best. I love and accept you. I love and accept you. I love and accept you. Oh my God. And now we're just going to go And now cry. we're just going to Now we need a tissue. Just, like, now just, we need to stop the show yeah. and cry. Wow. It's just so, for so many people, this idea of giving yourself permission to be okay with where you are, right? This is one thing. Is it's, it's, wait, right now I can be okay with where I am. I don't have to worry about tomorrow or the next day or all the other things. It's like, well, how can I get super present with myself? And it's all about being mm. present. Mm. Yeah. Because we can get caught up in the past or, or the future. Mm-hmm. And the present is what matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The past is in the past. It doesn't exist. The future never exists because the second we're in the future, it's our present. Mm-hmm. So get present with yourself. Now, so that's like the easy thing that you can do. The, the more challenging thing you can do just because of the way we've been conditioned is give yourself a day where either your technology free or you at least stay off of social media. Just one day. You can start with one day a month. That's it. Like choose one day in these next four weeks that you are going to keep your cell phone off for the entire day. 
I promise the world will not stop. <laughs> People I promise are going to freak out about it. Yeah. Yeah. And here's what happens. The noise of what's happening in your life, it gets really crystal clear and it just like, it disappears mm -hmm. and it allows you to connect with what you truly need in this moment. Yeah. Yeah. So I know it's hard. I know that people are here in this probably half the people are just like, who is this guy? He's over. I don't even want to, he, that, that's not no, no, I can't no. do that. So many people are like, I can't do it. I can't. Mm -hmm. And it's not that you can't, it's that you've decided that you won't. And that's a sign. Yeah. Just witness that, that you're unwilling to actually do whatever it takes to tap into your truth and who you are. Yeah. And that's okay. You're exactly where you're meant to be. And sooner or later, you won't be able to handle it anymore. People will suffer for as long as they are willing to suffer. It's not my job, sweet listener, to convince you to stop suffering. You, that's all on your own. You might say, oh, wow, this guy, I want to check out what he's doing. And you might say, okay, I'm going to enroll in his program. And that's you doing the work. Yeah. I don't do anything. I'm just there being your guide. The, the tour guide, you are on the journey. It's your journey. It's going to look different for you than anyone else. Yeah. That's so the powerful. It, and it makes so much sense. Like you, we spend so much time beating ourselves up over what we've done in the past or what we haven't done in the past. And then obsessing over what's going to happen in the future. What decision is going to lead to that? Like so many different things. And how overwhelming is that? Like, no yep. wonder we're all so, <laughs> so stressed, honestly, or, or in our heads and all of that. Um, something that we talk about and a big mission of ours is promoting vulnerability. We said yesterday, like, vulnerability is cool. Yep, it's our new tagline. <laughs> um, it's our new tagline. So, but it's so true because we've seen firsthand how powerful vulnerability can be. It connects people. It makes people feel less alone. It gives people the opportunity to say, me too, mm -hmm. or I understand you, I hear you, and all of those amazing things. So when people are shifting acknowledging that their beliefs might be different from what they thought or their beliefs might be different from what they've been taught. How can we protect ourselves from the weight of other people's opinions? Because I, th I think it can be hard, especially when you're lacking in your self-worth and, yeah. and all that stuff. And when you're a people pleaser. And when you're a people pleaser, yeah. Well, I like to think of every person that I come in contact with as a mirror, a mirror for me, that their opinions and expectations for me are not mine. Mm. the opinions that they hold are just projections of how they feel about themselves. Mm. I just recently, so part of my journey is that I, when I lived in New York, I worked in luxury retail. Mm. I was surrounded by beautiful things all day long. And I had these clients coming in, spending hundreds of thousands of dollars with me. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, well, I want that too. I can do that. And like did not have hundreds and thousands of dollar budget. Right. To spend on and, a bag. And, right. Right. And I would go out and just like pretend to live this life just mm -hmm. so that I could keep up. And it almost, it became like therapeutic for me in a, a very addictive sense. Yep. So essentially I came face to face with a shopping addiction. It was the way I numbed out. It was the way that, you know, when things came up that I didn't feel good about, I would go out and buy a new pair of shoes. And because I worked in the industry, I could get a discount. So I justified it every time, mm -hmm. even though I was still spending a lot more money than I should have. I was managing 
a flagship new um, store on Fifth Avenue and living in Astoria with two roommates, paying like $500 in rent, and I couldn't barely afford my rent. So it's like the New York lifestyle (laughs) for you on a silver platter. (laughs) But I really, I I just don't, that's not conducive to happen. 100%. And so what, the reason I tell you the story is because um, someone really close to me made me feel horrible about my decisions. Mm. Horrible. And I just found out very recently that they were struggling and have been struggling with a similar addiction for their entire life. Mm. So I'm just like, oh, the hypocrisy. (laughs) And and also just having compassion because knowing that most of the time, 99% of the time, what people think of us has nothing to do with us. Mm, yeah, so <laughs> true. And so true. and I like to I like to live by this saying, you know, worry less about what others think of you and more about what you think of others. Yeah. No, I like, needed to hear that and digest, <laughs> and digest that. it. I saw you processing right? it. <laughs> I no. like swallowed it all. I watched you. I watched you live process it. <laughs> no, absolutely. And I think it's it's really hard. And we we talk about that with whether it's a re, a, like a, a what looking at other people's podcasts and reviews. And I feel like a lot of people, especially um, with social media, with social media, exactly get offended I guess is the word to use when there's something negative said about them or something like that and often I just saw I think Mary posted about that stuff like that is often not a reflection of you at all you know and especially now during the pandemic there's a lot of time you know more downtime for those things but yeah it's it's really powerful too acknowledge because I think it comes up so often and especially being a people pleaser any sort of like negative feedback or anything like that can be really really tricky you know you know we call someone who is stuck in that comparison Mm, what what is a compare dashian stop it (laughs) oh my wow that I feel like is the term (laughs) of our generation I wasn't expecting you to say I was not expecting that at all but it really yeah, that hits. <laughs> that yeah, just like this age of social media and the constant comparison and yeah. the always wanting to be like wh- whatever is the hottest thing, and it's mm-hmm. so hard. To, it's so easy to get down on absolutely who you truly are. But what I think is what's so beautiful about when we are really who we are and mm-hmm. and want to be it's it's magnetic oh yeah like people are so afraid of this vulnerability thing of this being your authentic self aligning with your self aligning your actions with your real higher beliefs but when you really look around like those are the people that you're so crazy attracted to yeah because they make you feel less alone like they make you Mm -hmm. they even on social media like if you were to put on a story for i don't know you can't even be that long you know what i mean like there's such little snippets that you share and it's this comparison of one little like moment in someone's life to to what's going on and something that someone like we had my god that scared me so sorry um something that it made me think of Oh, no, I forgot. You forgot your thought. That really scared me. (laughs) Sorry, Paul. There's a very scary noise over there. It scared you too. (laughs) And it's happening again. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Just ignore the scary noise in the background. What the heck? I believe that when there are loud noises, it's the universe being like, listen up. 
<gasps> oh, okay. I'll take that. I'll take that. We'll, get, we'll take that and <laughs> run. Really actually I know, but um, the universe continue. is telling us to listen. No, the universe told us. Quick break. You know, we're in our 20s. We're starting to worry a little bit about fine lines and wrinkles. At least I am. I don't know about you. Luckily, that's where Plexiderm comes in. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of change. It visibly reduces wrinkles, fine lines, and even under eye bags in minutes. And the results will last for hours. You can try a six application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit tryplexiderm.com and use the code BELIEVE. Again, that's tryplexiderm.com and use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout. Share it with your aunt, share it with your mom, make those wrinkles, lines, and under eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Now back to the show. I feel like during this time, in this quarantine time that we've been living in, we've seen a lot of people go through breakups, whether Mm -hmm. that's a romantic breakup, or I've seen a lot of friendships end, mm-hmm. even family things. And I've heard so many people in my life being like, well, what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with me that that, that that ended? There must be something that I'm doing wrong. There's something wrong with me. How can we start to shift that mindset set? Because it's so, it's such just a bl- bad place to live in. Yeah. To believe that we're the cause for, you know, someone else leaving or for not fulfilling someone else or making someone else happy? That's a great question. I think that when it comes to this what's wrong with me mentality, I would just challenge you to flip the script on that and say what's right with me. Because when people don't align and like friendships dissolve, relationships dissolve, like rejection is protection. It, rejection is redirection. So I had this friend for oh, like we were really close like we talk every single day over for almost a full 12 months like a full entire year every yeah. single day we came fast friends met on social bffs mm-hmm. and it started to be really exhausting for me mm-hmm. because i witnessed a pattern in them that was also in me that i didn't really enjoy in myself and then i felt myself wanting to elevate and kept on being pulled down by this person. And then I was talking to my therapist and I was just like, I just don't know what to do. I just don't know what to do. And she was like, what if you don't have to know what to do? And I was like, what do you mean? I don't like that. <laughs> <Terrible> answer. <laughs> what a terrible answer. You're supposed to tell me. <laughs> exactly, right? We just want people to tell us the answer. Yeah. We want to be able to type it into Google and say, how do I love myself? Or how do I end a friendship? Or what's wrong with me? Question mark. And I mean, hundreds of Google results come up. None of them will align and fit for you. And what I found out is that all I can do is continue doing me. Mm-hmm. And what that meant was no longer, well, first of all, witnessing the pattern that I didn't want in my life mm-hmm. and just breaking it. And eventually, this person just disappeared, like stopped reaching out. Wow. Granted, like, I'm, uh, I, I struggle with like not having closure. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. But I also know that like, I don't need the closure because like, I don't want to reopen that relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes like, 
And it, it was like, it was a deep, deep desire of mine to separate. But I was like, I talk to this person every day. Like, I don't know how I'm just going to like yeah. not be friends with them anymore. Mm-hmm. And it just like, because I continued on my path mm-hmm. and didn't let that consume me every single day, the universe took care of it. Wow. And to like circle back, it's like, yeah. that was right with me because I was choosing the path that I was on, that I wanted to be on. And that's it. So there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. There's something right with you. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And, and kind of going back to the whole thing of like, we have this vision for ourselves or this vision for our life. We had Shanae Alexander, which we actually went to a panel that I believe you spoke with her at, uh, which we is so Shanae. good. She said something when we had her on about like, she's so grateful that the life that she thought she wanted for herself isn't where she is today. Like the life that she imagined for herself early in her 20s. And I think it's a really hard thing to like accept in the moment because exactly, you don't know. You don't know what comes next. But looking at that as more opportunity coming, things happening for you, like you said, makes such a difference. And I think about your journey, what really stands out is we have a tendency to harp on ourselves or to ask all these questions, but you had like your guiding light the whole time was to continue finding joy for yourself and like allowing other things to fall together. And I think that's a really beautiful example of of how to go about it. Um, So we want to know a little bit about your confidence masterclass. Would you mind telling us a little bit about how that works? Totally. So um, my confidence masterclass is like a great place to start. If you're just like, how do I start? I let it live and now it's just uh, something that I recorded that you can access. If you go to my website, you can go to the courses section and sign up. And, and basically how it works is I teach you how to determine how to be the most authentic version of yourself. And that's confidence and stuff. And like all the things we talk about, just like merge them into one. And if you're just like, Oh, you know, there, there's other things that I, I don't know if I just want to invest in myself. Don't you have anything to do for free? I do have a free workshop coming up that I'm going to be hosting on Instagram. Cool. Look out. In, in October, that uh, is going to be really powerful because it's based around my Paul strategy, which is a four part acronym uh, and a strategy that you can use really to get centered in yourself. So mm-hmm. the P stands for presence. So we talked about getting present. Yep. The A stands for accountability. You know, mm-hmm. hold yourself accountable. The U, unconditional acceptance. Unconditionally accept that you're exactly where you're meant to be. And L for love. So I'm going to be teaching these four pieces of the puzzle over the course of four days and really helping you throughout the course of the four-day workshop, deliver yourself into this understanding of who you are and what you were meant to do. So it's like stepping into this, you're just like, well, how do I start my self-love journey? Great place to start with the the Paul Strategy Masterclass that's coming up in October. Everybody needs it. (laughs) Yeah, we all need it. I think what is the hardest thing is for people to say, I'm going to do the work. Yeah. Because we are so caught up in the noise of the social media, in the people pleasing, in the Mm -hmm. timeline. And it's hard to step away and say, okay, take an inventory of where you are. Mm -hmm. Am I I happy? Am I fulfilled? Can I have more? Can I be doing better? Can I, you know, all those things. And then to, to commit to putting in the work. Yeah. And I think also kind of based on what Paul's been saying to us, which is like inspiring my mindset right now is we constantly look at life as wanting more, but something about having that like duality of 
I'm okay where I am yes. right now. I'm good. I'm like, everything is cool, but like I can still, it doesn't mean that I have to stay being still and, and accepting doesn't mean that you're being stagnant. You know, there's room for both. You can grow, but I think lessening that judgment mm -hmm. is the big piece because the reason why the accountability that you're mentioning is so important is because people, I feel like often we start things and then we kind of stop or we quote unquote fall off as people like to call it of any new or habit. Or we think we're good and we yeah. got it. Or we think we're good or we're like, oh, you know, whatever. And then we harp on ourselves for, for stopping. But the reality is as long as you keep on showing up to some capacity, you're still making progress. Mm -hmm. And that's such a, a big key. So yeah. we're very inspired today. <laughs> By you, right? So inspired. Yeah. I'm sure everybody knows about the podcast already, but if they don't know, Paul, can you tell us a little bit about what people can expect from your show? Yes. So um, the podcast was born out of a gazillion people being like, start a podcast, start a podcast, start a podcast. <laughs> Ugh, podcast, such a snooze Like, I, I'm a real energetic person, and it's just yeah. like the idea of like sitting on Zoom talking to someone and recording it, like, did not sound exciting for me. Mm -hmm. And um, I've always been like a video guy, like, I just love being on camera. Um, it's, it's, you know, a dream of mine to be the sixth member of the Fab Five. Oh, <laughs> isn't it everybody's dream? <laughs> and, um, I, uh, so one day uh, I was in the midst of trying to make my YouTube channel work for the gazillionth time <laughs> because I just, instead of just saying, Oh, I'll release one video a week. I was like, I'm going to daily vlog for a whole month. Of course and, you uh, did. <laughs> of course. You know, you know, so I ran out of like ideas and content, like maybe 18 days in mm -hmm. and just started like filming myself talking in my car while I was driving to an appointment. And then a friend messaged me and she was like, Hey, why don't I join you in the car and we can just have a conversation and you can like coach me. Mm -hmm. And while that never happened, I was just like, mm -hmm. Oh, there it is. Mm -hmm. yeah. So the road to self-love was born out of this idea that my guests would join me in the car and we'd literally and figuratively journey on the road to self-love together. Mm. And it gave me the opportunity to film it for YouTube. It gave me the opportunity to really require that the people were with me mm -hmm. while, because I just like love that in-person energy. Yeah. And um, also it was like a fun concept and we also play road trip games. So it's uh, <laughs> better. Yeah. So since COVID, um, no one wants to get in the car with me anymore, um, which is, you know, fine. And I've done a lot of surveying of my community and no one cares that it's actually in the car. It's just like a Paul Fishman thing. Like I really care that it's in the car, but everyone's just like, we just want to hear the yeah. conversations and the message. Um, so, you know, I'm working through that. My ego is releasing mm -hmm. the idea, but it, it was just, it was always so fun, you know, yeah. having a conversation sitting next to someone is so different than having a conversation with A hundred percent. Definitely. Before everything with the, the virus too, all of our things were in person. We were like super, super intentional about yeah. in-person interviews. It took us a while to like go of that. It did. It did. But you know, less, luckily we're trying to look on the bright side that it's allowed us to connect with people like you that we we don't know all that we would have been able to, to, to connect with otherwise. But yeah, so Paul, do you have any daily habits, rituals, or routines that you incorporate? So I try very, I'm pretty dedicated to no cell phone in the morning before so like nine, maybe 10 a.m. 
wow. Love it. I'm inspired by that because I'm absolutely awful with that. You're like, on your phone right away. The moment I open my eyeballs, I'm like, what do I need to do today? <laughs> what can I share? <laughs> in, in like a, a trying to be helpful type of way, but it really does take away from um, I've been sharing myself, like my morning routine, trying, you know, it's, it's been harder for me to wake up early. So I'm like, okay, if I accountability, really, accountability to an extent, but also hopefully showing people that like, if I could do it, you could do it too. But I noticed that it definitely does like put me in, in a, it's hard to be I present. I would die. I would yeah, die. If it I makes it really hard to be present. So that's that. <laughs> but it's such a good tip. Paul, if you could tell your twenties year old self one thing, what would it be? Oh, I mean, I would just tell him to stop worrying about what people are going to think of you mm. when you speak your truth. You know, I, I, I was closeted until I was 26. Wow. And, and when I came out, everyone was just like, okay, great. What's for dinner? And I was like, I wasted so much of my life. <laughs> yes. Oh, I can only imagine. Yeah. Oh. So it, it was, uh, that's, you know, just to, don't be scared to speak your truth because the people who love you and support you, regardless of what your truth is, you know, whether it's, you know, I have a client who was really struggling with the fact that she didn't want to finish college. And mm-hmm. she was like, I don't know how I'm going to tell my parents. Mm-hmm. And I was like, listen, like, what's, what's the best that could happen if you do? What's the worst that could happen if you don't? Yeah, no. We have a lot of questions I feel like we're going to have to write down for ourselves. (laughs) Things to ask ourselves in our daily journal (laughs) by Paul. Um, Definitely. So important. And that's that's a big piece of of why I think people struggle to ask themselves that question of like, who do I actually want to be or who am I or what makes me happy because of that fear of what will happen if we know and if other people don't accept that. So that's really powerful. Mm -hmm. And our last question, Paul, is where can people find you? His website is so freaking cool. But if they want to work with you, your future stuff coming up, anything. Yeah. So you can go to my website. It's paulfishman.love. So that's Paul, fish like the things that swim in the sea, man like me, dot L-O-V-E, not dot com, dot love. And uh, I'm also on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Paul Fishman, and will be returning to Instagram very soon. I've been off of Instagram for nearly seven weeks. Crazy. Yeah. How's it been? Good way. The capacity to do that. Oh, yeah. Changed my life. Oh. So, and, and not like... For someone who's built their business on social media, yeah. you know, I'm terrified. I was going to say, were you yeah. so scared? I was like, uh, am I just like, what's going to happen? Granted, like, you know, I worked with my husband and I was like, are, can we, can we afford this? You know, if I'm, but that was really the struggle in itself because yeah. I was on every day, like trying to sell and convince people to do the work and no one was ready to do the work. And, and within that, I'd lost myself. Mm. And had to do like the ultimate self-love journey thing and sign off. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you that I have been so taken care of financially, emotionally, physically, mentally, all of the, all of it. Mm -hmm. So taken care of like Uh random people apply to my program, want to work with me one-on-one paying in full, like all this stuff that I had never, like wasn't even expecting. And that's really what getting off of social did for me. Mm-hmm. It allowed me to release the expectation that my business, my life had to look like anything other than what I needed it to look like. And what I needed it to look like was just a freaking slowdown. Oh, yeah. I'm like so, angry at him. 
I'm mad yeah, at you, Paul. <laughs> I'm mad at you because you're calling, you know, you're saying the truth and we're hearing it. Yeah, no, we really are. Anyway. But you can follow me at Paul Fishman. <laughs> but anyway, go follow him on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my podcast, The Road to Self-Love, there everything's on my website and there's a fun little quiz that you can take on my website. Just five questions and it'll give you the exact tool that you can use to start your self-love journey, whether it's the mirror mantra that um, we, we spoke about or a meditation practice or journaling. So whatever one you get, I will send you, you know, either a meditation, journaling prompts or mirror mantras to use. And that's completely free. Paulfishman.love forward slash quiz. Incredible. And why not? Just why log on and do it. Not. It probably takes a couple minutes. Put a little time into yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, Paul, thank you so, so much Can't for being here. Enough. We had the best time with you. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.